0: Who is your client avatar, your ideal client avatar? What does that look like? And who is that person and where are they?
1: Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle.
0: Morning, morning,
1: morning.
0: I am Kimberly Randall with the Kimberly Randall Group here at EXP. And I have here with me today, Sierra Blair, one of my amazing team members. We are going to, um, so we're going to be on here talking about business planning. There's a few people in here. Have you guys started your plans yet? Are you in the middle of your plans? You ever heard of a business plan? (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: likely, you know, especially if you are a newer agent, um, you might not necessarily absolutely know what a business plan is yet. So don't be shy. If you haven't heard of it, that's fine. If you have and you haven't even thought about when to start it, that's fine. I, think I started mine. It's not finished yet.
0: Awesome. Good job. iPhone 2. Oh, she logged out on us. <laughs> <laughs> she probably thought it was going to be interactive. So we'll keep Or she might have clicked it and then it by accident clicked the wrong
2: button because she was going towards the phone it might have been an accident
0: so good so we came on to talk about why it's important to get started and when really real estate's calendar year starts october one, right? At the end of Q3, the beginning of Q4, we're already into the new year since we build in 90 day blocks. I thought Sierra would be great to come on here because her plan is amazing. Um, so Sierra, do you want to share a little bit? <laughs> I love the facial expression. Do you want to share a little bit about how what how your plan came about? Yeah, we can talk
2: about it. So um, like I said, if you're newer, you might not have ever heard of it. So starting out in my real estate career, I didn't really know what a business plan was. Haven't had other businesses. It's crazy. I still really didn't know what a business plan was um, until I became an agent. Uh, And then just like Kimberly said, just understanding that your year starts in October um, for the next year. Um, So preparing yourself for the following year. So um, I've done now three business plans, including this year. And my First two were very um, just follow the lines, right? Just write what's on the paper and do what the paper says. Um, and then I had a huge life event happen to me earlier this late last year, early this year. I became a new mom um, with a business plan that did not put that into place at all. Um It was a true adjustment for me and also just not aligning that this all would still work hand in hand. Um, I never factored it in with my previous business plan. Uh, So having now reviewed that previous business plan, For my this current year that just passed, uh, I looked at it and I realized I had very big dreams, uh, things that I really could have achieved based on my previous work ethic and my previous work experience, um, even in just my real estate world. However, I didn't follow the lines. (laughs) Um, So now this year. I've actually reviewed that previous business plan that I had and realized that it was still very applicable for my upcoming year. Um, It is things that I can achieve. And I really, really tried to dive into the numbers. For me, it was about the numbers. In this year's business planning, um, because that's what kind of honed it in for me, right? A lot of times there's, you know, things that you're told to do um, or things that you know you want to do, but if you don't hone in on it, you don't really know what that looks like, right? You can say every day, I'm going to make calls. But what does that really look like? So my business plan, I had to truly outline what that meant. Right. I know I absolutely hate doing calls on Friday. So in order for me to meet my call goal, I had to put in my business plan that I'm going to make X amount of calls for four days a week. Like you literally have to be very specific um, about your goals, what you're trying to achieve, Uh, rather it's transactional income-wise, time spent, so on and so forth. It just had to be really specific. And when I looked at my previous plan in comparison to what I wanted to do for this upcoming year, I just really tried to make sure I did that. Tried to make sure I was truly honest with myself and very specific about what I was trying to do while also shooting for really big dreams. My business plan is a big one <laughs> for this upcoming year, but I'm I'm dedicated to it.
0: Yeah, so you were able to go back and create what we call the SMART goals, right? Um, Specific, measurable, actionable, you know, trackable, all of those things, which is great because now being a new mom, you factor that into your plan and you're able to move forward and apply what you didn't apply this year to next year. And I see Steve, Urban, Cynthia, you guys have joined us. Where are you guys in your business plans? Have you started? Do you have one? Don't be shy.
3: <laughs> uh, our business plan, we ours is just kind of ongoing. Um, we don't rewrite one for each year.
0: I love that. Yeah. So are you a team lead or are you part of a team?
3: So um, let me show my face here. Stop video. Show me. where is my video? <laughs> hmm. It says stop video, but it's not showing. I don't know what's going on. Um so
2: are you calling a... from a laptop, Steve?
3: No, I'm, ca- I'm calling from my desktop.
2: you <laughs> Your camera's the wrong way.
3: Oh, you know what? <laughs> there you go.
2: There we go. I there have the <laughs>
3: pop-up on the on my uh on my screen. It's an all in one. So thank you. Well that just shows my age. Right. So, uh, my business partner and I, there's just two of us. Um, but we, we just, we have a plan on going, so we don't write one every single year. Um, you know, our biggest, um, our biggest issue right now is leads, but I think that's kind of probably for everybody right now. That's just a problem just because of interest rates. Right. So, um, that's what uh, what we're struggling with. But we are actually, I am in the office meeting our assistant and we're making eight HomeBot videos. So are you guys okay. familiar with HomeBot? Yes. Yeah. So um, I mean, they allow you to insert uh, videos in their system. So I think there's eight of them I'm going to do today. So those are going to be uploaded to HomeBot. So that's what we're working on. I've also been in contact with um, our Our uh, broker that we, the lender we use, and uh, we're going to start doing a daily or excuse me, a biweekly market update for uh, lending. So he's he and I are going to be on that call. We're going to post that all over social media too. So just kind of branching out a little bit and doing things that we haven't done as much previously, um, just to get uh, more activity, more activity for us. Right, that's what we need.
0: Yeah. so do you guys review that plan quarterly
3: no you know we don't we we, we're just kind of ongoing you know we (laughs) don't we honestly we don't set goals um her and i represent usually 25 to 30 percent of this firm's business um so um you know we're just we're just successful, I guess you could say, <laughs> what we do. Um, although it feels not so much right now, right? Because it's so slow. But um, yeah, we don't. We honestly, we don't do that. I mean, we've tried, but it's just not something we do. And I'm not gonna be not gonna beat myself up for not doing it. So. Absolutely
0: not. I was just curious um, how you guys manage that since it's ongoing,
2: right? I would say um, though that business plans are kind of ongoing. So, like I was saying. My previous one still applies Mm -hmm. to this year. I think what's important is the adjustments, right? So like you said, you guys are doing a couple of new marketing. Marketing is a key in business planning, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have to have some type of strategy in regards to how you're going to lead generate, how you're going to brand yourself, how you're going to acquire that business that is, in your case, keeping that 25 to 30% and increasing it at some point Right. for any agent in the way that you are driving the business, um, from your end, but also where it's pouring into you from the outside in, right. Where the right. leads are just coming towards you. So I think that's a key part of it, right? So yes, business planning at its, in itself is something that's consistent and ongoing. I think it's a BAU situation. Um, however, setting that, um, I guess vision, For you, because that's what I I consider a business plan, right? It's like your vision for what you want this business of yours, this real estate business of yours to look like. There are certain legs and arms it has to have, right? Marketing, like we talked about, those particular outlets, What are your expenses? Some people may say it's ongoing, but your expenses change from year after year after year, right? Because now maybe you're able to do more for your clients if you have a bigger bigger income or profit or so on and so forth. So now you got to relook at what happened last year, take a look at those expenses or what you budgeted for certain things and now say, okay, does this still truly fit what my business looks like today? And I think that's the important part about planning in general, right? Even if it's quarterly, even if you're doing your real estate fiscal year, even if you're doing your weekly plan, you know, business planning and real estate never stops. You have to do things every single week to try to figure out how to continue to navigate a real estate business, especially in this market, right? Um, So I think just making sure you have, the key in this is just making sure you have those arms and legs. However it looks to you, if it's a, Take a notepad you have on your desk, if it's a you and your partner meeting weekly or monthly or so on and so forth. if it's our team meeting every so often to just kind of hone in on it, I think it's just important to make sure you have what you um, need for your vision in front of you in some kind of way so that you're actually looking at it and, and assessing how your business is doing. Because one thing that I learned, and I think that's um, why Kim chose me for this particular one, is... I learned where I didn't pay attention to my business plan, right? And I'm a, I guess, a newer agent in some specs, right? I'm almost three years in, but um, just still working the the ropes, right? So in that previous plan, I just didn't continuously look at it, and I think that's another key, right? It has to be in front of you. You have to continue to look at it. You have to keep going back, and even if it's not something that's on paper. Continue to talk about it with your business partner. Continue to talk about it with your team leader, whoever your accountability person is, or whoever your mentor is, or whoever helps you continue to drive your business. Continue to talk about your goals and what that looks like, and have you done the things you need to do to get there? To achieve it. Yep. Yep. That's we do <laughs> have a
3: uh, we do we do have a uh, team call every morning. Catch up.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. Talk, and and also. We hold each other accountable. So we we tell each other what we're going to do for the day. And then the next day we follow mm-hmm. up and say, what did you get done during your day? So accountability is important.
0: Yes, our absolutely. <laughs> yes. Accountability <laughs> is love. Yes, it is. <laughs>
4: Cynthia, did you have something to add to this one? Um, I was I'm an independent um solo agent and I. I. Um, I found that in my um planning, I thought i i I tried to get away from um, a dry erase board and then sectioning off my planning. And I tried Trello and I got rid of my dry erase board and I just got a new one because I visually I found that I'm so visual I need it like right there to help mm-hmm. keep me um tracking. so i I found that. And I am, yeah, working on more um, intentional daily planning and then the night before planning and so i am just yeah i'm reassessing things with the market change and how to do things different and better but that what is that saying um failing to plan is planning to fail fail. yeah so i'm working on more intention in that department so and this is part of that intention that power huddle oh yeah Awesome. Yeah, sure.
2: Congratulations. Awesome. This is accountability for you then. Good job. <laughs> Yay. So the next That's time awesome. I'm on, Cynthia, I'm gonna be looking for you
0: specifically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I, Cynthia, I actually am similar to you where I do need it visually, but then I also have it on Trello and I also have it in my phone. And I have it in a lot of different places just so that if I'm ever somewhere where my whiteboard isn't, I'm still able to pull up my numbers, my um, intentions for the specific month. Because going into 2024, I kind of want to be a little bit more organized in the sense that us as agents, we want to go after all the shiny objects, right? So if there are things that I feel like could implement in my business, I just want to take one thing and focus on that for one month and then get it implemented, right? So I'm trying to break that down and see what that looks like as I finish my plan, whether it's going to be twelve actual 12 things that I'm doing or am I picking six things that I focus on for two months and really get them up and running strong um, and consistent with them because that's the important part. Like we can do all these things, but if we're not doing them consistently day in and day out, then we're not going to see the return on our investment.
2: Mastering the craft. Mastering the craft is key, right? Because some real estate businesses, even with business planning can can have two things on there just two things that they're going to do marketing wise, so on and so forth. And as long as they master that, they don't need the 50, 60, 70 different things, right? If it's working for their business, then that's what it is. Which brings me to another point, right? I think it's important to identify in your business planning who your client is. Right. Um, daily. Who is your client? I think sometimes we get caught up in we want to service everyone. Right. We want the business to come in from wherever, however, so on and so forth. Right. But when you're truly honing in on what your successes look like to you, um, I think it's important to identify Client, the client type of relationships you want to have, the client types that you want to have, the markets that you want to service, truly just kind of hone in on what that looks like. Many of us live in large cities or small towns or so on and so forth. We may just want to do that particular area, but then we may also want to do, we live in almost like a tri-state, right? We may want to service the tri-state, which we pretty much do. Um, so just really honing in on what that looks like and identifying that. And I think that's something that's key to keep in front of you too, right? Because then your marketing will drive that. Your conversations will drive that. Your um, network will drive that. Like you will continue to just reach out and look and appeal to what who you are trying to um, receive as your leads.
0: Who will typically have the same hobbies and interests as you. So everything will align. It will be your ideal client avatar. I just made that up. <laughs> 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 but I think it's important for you guys to include, actually, I have it in there as my as my niche, but I think it's important for you guys to hone in on who is your client avatar, your ideal client avatar. What does that look like? Mm. And who is that person? And where are they? What are they doing day to day? Where can you find them? Things like that to put into your plan to really hone in on, like Sierra said, the type of client you want to service. Is going to be most beneficial going into twenty twenty four. So and that then you you're can not can wasting kind of break money. it down, right? No. You
2: can even break that down into numbers, right? You can say if my ideal client is the client that purchases a home that's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Now you can say to yourself, I need ten of these clients to make this particular amount that I'm trying to ma- make, or I need twelve of these clients to do. Like you can literally quantify everything if you are specific about what you're trying to, who and what you're trying to service. Um, And I think that's what makes business planning successful, trying to quantify what it looks like, right? Because we work in a numbers business. It's a pretty business. It's an ugly business, but it's still a numbers business, right? We have to sell units. We have to create a certain amount of volume. We have to reach a certain amount of clients. Everything is still quantified. So if you really hone in on that, even when you're identifying who your client is, Then you can you can see better, especially with people like Cynthia, who shared on that vision board what that is starting to look like. Make little tallies. Okay, I have two in this particular uh, pricing market right now. So I'm working towards my four on my business plan or so on and so forth. So it's easier um, to just kind of align with where you're going in terms of your goals. Quantify everything if you can. Marketing. I agree. He, he, said eight, he said eight. He said eight homebought videos. He didn't say three. He didn't say two. He literally said eight. It was a specific number. I don't know why. Um, but it's quantified. Everything is quantified. There's a reason I'm pretty sure that you guys chose eight for the mm-hmm. most part, right? Um, so quantified. For me on my business plan, I have that I will post to social media. I think it's four times a week. Two are going to be personal posts, two are going to be realistic. Like it literally has to be quantified across the board. And I think that is a key um, in business planning as well. Making sure everything can relate to the number that you need or that you're you're desiring to achieve.
0: So Steve, going back to your videos, did you guys already plan what you're posting in those videos? So you already kind of have your videos outlined as well.
3: I wrote, I, I, we wrote the scripts once and they were too long and and we filmed them. So we, we realized that that was a little bit of a fail. So now I rewrote them yesterday, shorter. They didn't need to be so long. And uh, there's eight. So are any of you, excuse me, are any of you familiar with Homebot?
0: Yes. We have okay, that.
3: so they give you the option to insert videos within the application. And when something triggers the videos, Uh, you know, home prices go up, home prices go down, that kind of thing, then it serves that up to the person that's using HomeBot. So, um, they're just, you know, there's eight that uh, that we can do, approximately eight. Um, So, um, we're just going to work on that today and get them done because we've uh, actually taken too long to get it done and we just know we need to, we have the time now, right? So, we're doing it. I love that. Yeah,
0: I would say two minutes or less, you could you've already rewrote it. So
3: yeah, no, they're all done. They're all done. And in, uh, in a couple hours, I'll be in front of that uh, teleprompter. Uh, talking away.
0: Awesome. Awesome. work! Awesome. Great. Um, Suzanne or Chris, where are you guys in your business planning? I don't if run away. Every like. time I see someone camera, <laughs> If you would
2: like to share, if you don't want to talk to us, that's fine too. <laughs> you're
0: on we mute. Can hear you,
2: Suzanne? You're on mute.
0: She's on mute.
2: She's on mute. Suzanne, you're talking. You're on mute. We can't hear you. I unmute
1: her. Autumn may. Ooh, gotcha. How's there that? You now? Go. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> A little bit better. Yes. So. Yes, I am all new to EXP, um, so welcome. as just of a few days, so trying to still transition and get things, you know, switched over and, uh, you know, listen to some of the videos and still make my calls. and.
0: <laughs>
1: welcome, welcome.
4: Thank all you. All the things
2: that I remember my first week at EXP, so all the mm-hmm. things.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs>
2: Have you um, had a business
1: plan prior to joining eXp? Kind of with the old team, uh, you know, we basically uh, focus on making our calls in the morning, trying to contact, you know, our leads and, you know, following up in the afternoon with them. If if, you know, we need to if we didn't get in touch with them in the morning, um, you know, just trying to generate any kind of business right now, whether it's one hundred thousand or a million. you know. <laughs> um, right you know, taking anything, but I am more of like a buyer agent, uh, with my team. So
2: <laughs> Buyers uh, agents United,
1: <laughs> that's it. Right. So, uh, yeah, so it's just, you know, been focusing on still, uh, you know, the new Englanders coming down and people from Jersey and whatnot. So trying to reach out in different spots. Um, but other than that, it's, you know, cause I was all new Prior to as well. So, so, so not- I'll
2: say this then, Suzanne. This is great. You're perfect for this one. I think. Um. after you get through all the things, right? Because you got to do all your onboarding with EXP. Um, right. But somewhat simultaneously, right? I would say if you have time to really hone in on, if you're still with the team, I'm not sure, but if you are with a team, either talk to your team lead or whoever your sponsor is for EXP um, or whoever your mentor is in real estate and truly ask them to help you uncover a business plan for a new agent. The reason why I say that is because that is kind of what helped me understand Mm -hmm. what I was doing. Right. Um, It was take a test, become an agent, start to sell some houses, right. Start to sell some houses, right. Become a buyer's agent, (laughs) do that. But what I've learned over the, the few years that I've been an agent is there's a blueprint. That blueprint is the business plan. Right, And it helps you understand for you. It's not necessarily, so I'm I'm Kimberly's uh, buyer's agent. I'm one of Kimberly's buyer's agents, right? My business plan speaks to me. It's a part of that business that she also runs, which is our team, but it speaks to me. So my business plan doesn't look like hers. Hers doesn't look like mine's. All of our teams doesn't look the same per se. The team in our makeup still has a business plan, but mine speaks to me. And the reason why I say that's important is because regardless if you're a part of a team, Right, you still run your individual business and you still have your own goals, right? So, Kimberly can tell me to make 20 calls a day, right? That's the bare minimum for our team, per se, right? Let's just say, just throwing out numbers. But is that enough for the business that Sierra is trying to to grow? Is that enough for the plan that Sierra has, right? Is that meeting that beautiful business plan I've created now for next year? Is that going to do that, right? So, I had to hone in on what everything looks like for me. And that brings it back to like the expenses and the budget, right? Because what you may wanna pay for, what you may have to pay for in your personal life and your business may be very different from the next person, right? And if you don't see that in your face in comparison to what business you need to drive, then it's kind of just like, oh, I'm just working to get the leads. I'm just working to get the leads. I'm just working to get the leads, right? Which is a forever going hamster wheel. We're always going to be working to get the leads, but how are we quantifying this to meet the goals that we've set out for ourselves? So I would definitely recommend, like I said, I know this is going to be a lot of the onboarding. Um, I'm open to if you reach out to me, but I would definitely recommend speaking to your team lead or your EXP sponsor and really helping you hone in on your business plan, because that is going to change your whole trajectory from the first time you do it. Like if you really get serious about it and you really drive into it, it'll change everything, even with all the things that are going
0: on around you in terms of your market.
1: Okay. 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 That sounds good. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> and
0: I would say too, don't be intimidated by a business plan. I think some people think business plan and think, oh my God, I have to create like this hefty, you know, 20 be Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <thing."> right? <laughs> it can literally be this is my income goal. And these are my expenses. How many homes do I have to sell to get to that income goal? And you'll work off what is your average sales price based on the commission that you're charging as a buyer's agent. And then come up with the number after your splits, then you come up with the number. And what I suggested to Sierra when we were working on hers was, since we are at EXP, come up with first what you need to make to cap, right? How many transactions do you need to cap? Then how many transactions do you need to get to where you need to be minimum to survive and yeah. then have your strive goal? Like, where do you really want to be? Because we all and I'm just tossing out numbers. We all want to make six figures, but <laughs> I don't think we all need six figures to survive. So where is your survival number that, you know, I can still do most of the things that I like to do every day and <laughs> You know, survive through life. And then where is your strive goal? It literally can be three components, and that's it. Makes sense. And I think I well, just we, so want to include your marketing. Sorry, four.
1: Is, you want to
5: your for the <clears throat> and all of that. I apologize. <laughs> I've been halfway multi-tiered, but you know, great okay. input from everyone. But one of the things that somebody, I've been doing this for about in the business for about 11 years and uh, in different capacities. And one of the things that um resonated with me a long time ago is with your business plan nothing has to be concrete you treat it like a living breathing thing and it's constantly evolving and those evolutions are changed caused because of pivots we're going through like right now in the market which really just started about 18 months ago uh getting us to the point we're at right now it's just it took a lot of people luck. When we first started acknowledging that those of us that did, we were began to be looked upon as negative. But the reality is this is coming for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's so as long as it took us to get here, I think we need to mindset prepare for the fact that it's going to be, this is the way it is now. We're not going back to two or three percent interest rates. And we're not going back to heat inventory. So this is our world now. And uh, so, yeah, you know, somebody, whether you're new, like yourself, Suzanne, or somebody that's been doing it for a long time, it's constantly—it's constant change and embracing that change. And the—I uh, like the what you were saying about the uh, um having the whiteboards up. I just put whiteboards back up in my place and working from home. I'm still having adjusted to that. It's since the pandemic. I still miss an office, but having those whiteboards up. And then I've also got a. Um, I work with Shelly O'Neill, who's in Jesse's organization. Also, she's my direct sponsor, and she gave me a scorecard, a daily scorecard. So you have your intentions on there, you know, whether it's number of calls, and it really it breaks down, it gets really granular. So each day that yeah, you're you're done, but it, it, that business plan, it's it's a moving target, has been my experience at least.
0: Absolutely that makes sense. Absolutely. Because we don't know what's okay. going to happen six months from now. Who knows? So You do have to be ready to pivot and adjust as needed. Because mm. yep. yeah. even
2: your own life changes can occur. Like I said, with my previous yeah. one, I ended up having a baby and didn't even factor that into my business plan when it technically impacted my entire business. <laughs> 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 it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> babies,
5: babies will do that.
2: Really? (laughs) I was not prepared, Chris. I was not prepared at all. I was still thinking life was just going to be the same way it was. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm (laughs) surprised. But my why became even stronger for, for why this upcoming business plan has to work. It's, it's that same life event that happened to me now is like pushing me to do even more than I thought I could do. And, in, in just realistic ways, right now, how can I pivot certain things? Now, do I need a, a bigger team? Do I need a showing assistant? Do I like just kind of pivoting so I can still reach the goals that I'm trying to achieve? And now that I've been a couple of months in, I think I have somewhat of a foundation to do what I need to do to, to strive for where I'm trying to, um, Reach in my goals. That's
0: great. Thank you all for joining.
2: Yeah, that was a great 30, guys. I hope that you guys had a really, really good time on this call with us today and that you go ahead and continue to rock those business plans every single day. Because like Chris said, and like Steve said, they're ongoing. Um, And remember the the key arms and the key legs when it's time to really put that plan together. And Suzanne, I definitely want to hear back from you about how things are going in the next month or two. So get my information. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Yes, find me on Workplace. I am there.
3: Thanks for hosting.
0: Thank you. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you, Autumn.